Welcome to Wake Up with Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, your source for helpful information, advice, and tips to live your life in a mindful way in this increasingly chaotic world. For over four decades, Dr. Douglas has been teaching people how to develop their intuition and live their lives in a conscious way. His news and views of the world tomorrow today are always informative and revealing. To learn more about Dr. Douglas, be sure to visit his website, douglasjamescottrell.com, where you can download self-help exercises you can do right in the comfort of your own home. And now here's your host, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Hello, everyone. This is Douglas James Cottrell speaking. And this is Les Hubert. And tonight we're going to be talking about vortexes. Doug, I had a request to describe what are vortexes, what is their significance, uh, basically where can they be encountered, are they safe, are they dangerous, are they portals to another dimension? Can you give us some insight into this, please? Which question would you like me to answer first? <laughs> well, first of all, what are they? I don't really know. Uh, they are basically described as energy places, okay? There's a one in Arizona, I was there in Sedona, and somebody told me up on that big rock is, is, a, is a vortex. I went there and there was a little bit of a root growing out of a rock and I said, that's the place. I couldn't feel anything at all. But everyone else that uh, um, significantly was looking for a vortex said that was a designated place. So I'm going to say that um, from all the different interpretations and the sensations that are there, that a vortex is sort of a concentration of energy. Now, it's different than a portal where you're going through one dimension to another. Usually that's seen in your mind's eye as a ring or a circle. And a vortex for whatever purpose, um, especially if it's a healing purpose, uh, there is a benefit that you can't perceive that is to say mechanically how it's happening, but you can go and observe how people act on that point, which is energy spiraling out of the earth, let's say. And people who talk about ley lines and intersecting lines um, point to trees that are sitting on an intersection of these theoretical lines that, that go around the globe. And that tree will grow in a corkscrew fashion for no reason whatsoever. Any particular type of tree or just? Nope, a big one actually. doesn't, you know, oh. no, you know, I think more like a softwood or a hardwood. I have not seen a pine tree to do this myself, but uh, so let's say it's a hardwood but it will grow in a corkscrew fashion. And over the years, you can see it more distinctly if the tree is like 12 inches or 18 inches in diameter. And the people who do dowsing and talk about ley lines and these um, intersecting lines uh, will tell you that's a, a vortex. Okay, who am I to argue? I'm, I'm not saying it is, I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying I don't know. But it's um, you know, when you look at it, there's something that made that tree twist up like a towel that you're wringing the water out. Okay, and that's what it looks like. It just it's grown in a, in a circle with no reason for it whatsoever that I can see. Then at the Mini Mansion Spiritual Center, 
we had a vortex that was active on and off at that location. It could be that we were there with a group of people. We had uh, sanctified the place with proper prayers and cleansings and things like that. And people would come and just want to go and sit in that general area where we thought it was in a certain location in the, the big hall, the meeting room, and they would sit there. And when people did not know about the uh, vortex, they would just wander around in the big hall and they would end up on top of this vortex energy field or area. Hmm. So we observed, we had the evidence that we could see things happening that otherwise would not have happened. We've had, uh, we did have on occasion people go there and meditate and pray and very short order thereafter, benefit came to them, including one lady who went to the casino and won twice on the same nickel machine. She won the jackpot twice. On the same machine? On the same machine consecutively. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It wasn't big winnings because it was a nickel machine, but she, she needed the money. She came specifically, prayed on the vortex, went home. And as she was driving home, the casino caught her attention. She went in there. She didn't go often at all. And she went to the nickel machine and said she had $20. And that's all she was going to, to, uh, to play. And within two or three pulls or pushes on the buttons, whatever it was, she won the jackpot. And then after they paid her the money, she noticed that she still had money left, credits left, and she played some more and won it again. Oh, my God. I've never heard of winning on the same machine twice. I've never, never heard of that again. And, uh, yes, she did make a small donation to many mansions for the uh, for the oh, creature. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> for those people who be asking. So. so Vortex has something to do with an energy point that radiates out, out of the ground that is invisible but has some effect. And usually it's a beneficial effect, but as we've seen by these intersecting ley lines, it might have a disturbing effect. You know, people building a house over such a place, they might have an uncomfortable house or there might be problems with the house. Or people live over a positive uh, uh, vortex would have wonderful experiences as we did at the Mini Mansions building. So in that regard, a vortex is somehow an invisible energy like gravity that swirls out of the, uh, like magnetism or electricity, I might add, that swirls out of the ground or radiates out of the ground. How it gets there, we don't know. We had an experience or we had an explanation that at many mansions, there was the Lake Ontario was on one side of the Beach Boulevard we lived on this strip of land where Beach Boulevard was separating the lake and the harbor of Hamilton. So we had water on both sides. And it was basically like a sandbar kind of thing that had been there since ancient times. So we thought maybe that's what the water underneath, the strata, who knows what was down there, that maybe this had some positive effect. We don't know the cause of it, but I'm just offering that as a as a really oversimplified explanation. 
I read once where if a church is built upon another, the ruins of another church or a temple, that that instantly creates a vortex. Is that true? And, and why is that so? Boy, that would be in a personal opinion uh, if I were to say yes to that one. However, think of this, Les. Why is it that temples are indeed built on top of other temples? That's a good it's, it's, Yeah, why? Yeah. It, it's a historical fact that religious uh, buildings are built on top of another one. In Spain, the Mesquita, where you have the um, Muslim empire in Granada in those areas, uh, and then you have the um, conquering Christian-based uh, conquerors, and uh, they built I've seen it. They built a great big monument right in the middle of this, the Mosquito, which is a beautiful um, Muslim temple. Pardon me for not saying the correct words because I'm just not that familiar. But in other places, in different parts of the world, temples are built one upon the other. If you look in the Holy Land, you can see the Wailing Wall and what was the temple, King Solomon's temple. This was the only wall left and you can see that there are churches built, and, and you have to say, so why? Well, maybe these buildings, if it's not a political statement, if it's not a, a conqueror kind of coming in and saying, okay, your religion is no more, and you now have to follow our religion, which is usually what was done when, when uh, people were conquered, uh, that maybe there is something about the energy field about these specific places. A friend of mine was talking to me about pyramids and temples, and he found that there was a grid that went around the Northern Hemisphere that mathematically, in sort of uh, triangular shapes, there was at these intersecting places a temple. And so I thought that was pretty curious, but then it made sense if there were in times past, remember the earth is is much, much older than we usually think of, think of it as. And our societies go way beyond what we normally recollect. I'm talking about Atlantis, pre-Atlantis, Lemuria, pre-Lemuria. In, the, in that, the Pacific Ocean, we look at South America and, and uh, uh, Middle America where the Aztecs and the Taltecs uh, existed and that they're now finding with um, um, aerial pictures and ground radar, there was enormous structures throughout that area. Mitsu Picchu, for instance, what's that all about? High up in the mountains, things like that. So these energy points, these places were established for some reason that maybe our great ancestors who knew how to work with these invisible energies around the world that, that uh, perhaps produced levitation. Maybe there was the understanding of electricity, magnetism, and gravity, because Tesla, Nicholas Tesla, said they were the same force. Oh, oh, interesting. He did. So if we want to know more about the universe, it was to study these effects, study electricity and magnetism and and gravity and how they work upon each other. And there's, of course, people postulated ideas like, the uh, gravity's not a pull, it's a push. Well, 
things are being pushed onto the ground as opposed to being pulled on the ground by gravity. So the idea of what gravity is, is wide open. The thing about magnetism, I don't think we know much about it at all, other than opposites come together and like poles repel. But what is it? It's invisible, yet it exists in nature. And so the vortex, the idea of uh, this energy um, places upon the world, what if they are concentrated beams of these energies that we relate to electricity and magnetism and gravity. A long time ago, back in uh, the, uh, the early 80s, I was walking from my house uh, in the country towards the barn where my horses were. My young son was with me and I perceived ribbons of black light. Hmm. Ribbons of black light. They were about six inches wide. I don't know how actually they were. And they were 20 feet tall. And it would be like looking through a forest where all the trees were equal distant. So you could see between the, the trees and you could see the trees. As if it was at night, they'd be all black. And these light waves or ribbons were waving a little bit. They were moving. We walked through them, my son and I, because we went down the barn, we thought, and that's strange. Maybe this is a Rory Borealis stuff because we did see the. Um, so your son saw them too with you. Yeah, we did. We, they were they were oh, wow. they were visual. They were like really? walking wow. walking walking through uh, ribbons of black. Oh my God, that's yeah. so interesting. Well, we found out much later that scientists are going now into deep shafts in the earth to study black light black light that's what we were looking at that night in my opinion we were looking oh at black light coming out of the ground in ribbons many many of these shafts or these ribbons as if we were walking through a forest okay now we could see them at night because we had an orange um one of those orange lights that uh, that light up the like a like a backlight. Um, mm -hmm. Right. A very friendly spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that had something to do with it, but I uh, never saw it after that point. Never saw it before. I didn't look for it because I didn't realize that that was a, something unusual. But then when I heard that there was a research, major research going on looking for black light, uh, that's what this is. What if these energies are coming out are that I was seeing in this black light are indeed what a vortex is made from. We know that people are sensitive that when they go to faults in the earth, crevasses and whatnot, um, that they, these are, they can feel the energy coming out of these breaks in the surface. There are of course magnetic rocks and rocks with minerals in them. And who can say for sure that these mineral configurations in the rocks aren't generating some energy fields that we associate with vortexes. But anyway, that's something to think about from my perspective. Uh, it's an invisible force that has some positive effect, except when it comes intersects on certain lines and it seems to have a negative effect of the vegetation um, or the, the trees. And then again, the phenomena that 
holy temples are built one upon the other and have been throughout antiquity because perhaps those holy places were chosen by the holy men and the shamans and the prophets that this is a place where the place uh, should be built. There's a story about the Lady of Guadalupe in Mexico City. And there was a um, poor person who was um, asleep in the field and Mother Mary appeared to him and said that she wanted a church built here. He went back to the local um, businessman and said that uh, Mother Mary had appeared and she uh, wanted a church built on this location. And so they uh, laughed at him and said, okay, if this is the case, go back and bring us proof. And so this man went out and located this same place, had an appearance of Mother Mary, and there were roses growing where there ought not to have been roses. And this man, oh. you know his name? Uh, his name is Juan Diego. That's it, Juan Diego. Juan Diego wrapped up these, these roses in his serape or his, his coat. And he took them back as a sign that here were roses growing that weren't there before. They were growing in a place that they ought not to have been grown. And this was the place Mother Mary wanted the, the temple or the church to be built. And when he arrived back to the uh, wealthy businessman, he opened his serape. And there, as an imprint in a serape, was the outline of what is now called the Lady of Guadalupe, the appearance. And thereafter, a church was built. And thereafter, it became the biggest basilica in the Western world. And I was there once. And I had a really strange, wonderful feeling when I was there. But they still have the, the man's rapier coat on display, the original one. So in that instance, maybe other holy places were by design of spiritual beings determined, and there would be, like Juan Diego, a uh, point designated as a holy place, a place of worship. Because, you know, back in the day, I was in uh, a place called Kuzman in Spain, and the old uh, ruins, I looked and there was this uh, facade where there was a, uh, a man standing with oversized hands or palms pointed outward as if he had his hands up at his shoulders. And they were really like twice his size they should have been compared to him. And in, be and in behind in the stonework were people with arms in their slings on crutches and a bit of a bed. So this was a hospital. Oh. But the hands raised up like that meant that this, this is a place where they were doing spiritual healing. As oh. soon as I saw it, I said, yes, this is the position that Moses had in his hands and where most healers uh, put their hands up to do project healing, including ourselves at the spiritual healing centers. So back in the day, spiritual healing, using the energy, perhaps from the temple itself, 
uh, was a reason for that. All that thought, we'll be right back to wrap this up about vortexes. Oh. Oh, what's up? I'm just not sure what to do with my health issues. And I keep having this recurring scary dream. What's that about? And I I just don't know if my instincts are right about my business ideas or, or anything right now. Maybe it's all past life issues. Have you thought about a phone consultation with Dr. Cottrell? A 45-minute chat should help you out. It's not a deep trance meditation, and you'll find it's just as helpful. Plus, with COVID going on, they're discounted from $375 to just $275. $100 off. Great idea. Idea. I love talking to him, like chatting with a long-lost friend. He's like tapped into a ton of wisdom, loads of spiritual insight, and he's on point. Oh. Now what? I can't find his number. Seriously? In this day and age? Ready? Mm-hmm. 519-471-1110. Call from anywhere in the country. If you need more info, I found his website too. It's douglasjamescottrellstore.com. And we're back with Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. Doug, when I was in Arizona years ago, uh, they advertised Vortexes, and uh, they said, you know, for a certain fee, they would take you on this bus trip to encounter this Vortex. Is it right to charge for something like encountering that type of energy? I would consider that something more spiritual, but is it okay to charge for something like that? That's somebody else's business. Um, I guess you could say that you paid a fee which would have saved you weeks and months of trying to find a place yourself, you know, get out the old dowsing rod and which way to go. <laughs> it's a business. And uh, this is where one has to be uh, alert. And, um, you know, if you want to go see the pyramids, you have to pay the bus driver. Uh, if you want to get to the top of the pyramids and um, it's not allowed, you have to pay a bribe. So in this instance, you know, to, spiritual stuff's not free. I don't know anybody that works for free forever. Um, you can go to holy places. I was one in, in a village in Spain where there was a monastery uh, church and there was water that was available to anyone who came. Just dip your uh, um, jug in there. And the water was purified by the vicinity at least it had been tested as pure water and anybody could go and take any water they wanted, but there was a church behind it. And there was also a little receptacle for change or donations. So if somebody's charging you to take you on a tour, that's one thing. And uh, who's, I can't say that that's right or wrong because I, I only say a few if they didn't take you there on the tour, you wouldn't see anything because trying to find something like that yourself would be would be difficult. But remember, the lady who had that son that was in difficulty and she had a visitation from a spiritual being and telling her to, which path to go and, and uh, what to write in her note, uh, that's available to us all. So these places that are somewhat vortexes or holy places it's kind of like you know let's put it in a, in a humorous way and say it's like a map to the stars of hollywood 
Okay, you get to go and see all the <laughs> of all the stars, and you get to see all these vortex places. So I would take it in that light. Okay, that's interesting. Well, thank you, Doug, for a great podcast. Make sure and subscribe and follow us on the uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Anchor to listen to The Wake Up. And remember, my friends, faith is built upon belief, and belief is built upon evidence. Until next time, uh, we'll be right here looking for the truth on The Wake Up. This is uh, Douglas and Les saying goodnight. Until next time, God bless. Thank you very much for listening to Wake Up. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. And we'd greatly appreciate your review of our show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to let others know about the great content we're producing. For more about Dr. Douglas's self-development classes, books, and other related products, please visit his website, douglasjamescartrell.com. Until next time, we wish you all of God's blessings, health, wealth, and peace of mind.